millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to a new episode of What's New in History. The future is a mystery, but what's new in history? I am Bernie from Scranton, Pennsylvania, and I'm with my regular fan of history co-host, Dan Horning, who is in Stockholm, Sweden. Hello, Dan. Hello, Bernie. And today, we are I have my Roman expert and Swedish expert on, and we are going to talk about an article from Archeo News that's titled, Archaeologists Discover 2,000-Year-Old Roman Coins on the Deserted Swedish island of Gotska Sandon. Gotska Sandon. How was that? Gotska Sandon. Gotska Sandon. Oh, Not bad. Okay. It's the the Gothic uh, sand island, pretty much. Oh, okay. Well, apparently, the archaeologists have found two thousand year old Roman coins on this island, which is. I guess is deserted, is that right? Oh, yes. It's a very special island. You don't want to live in okay. it. Okay. <laughs> um, previously, there had been Roman coins discovered on the island of Gotland. Um, and finding similar items on this deserted island is very unusual. And because it's a, it's a location, it's very a unique discovery. And... The coins stem from the time of Emperor Trajan, who our Trajan expert is on with oh, us here. Trajan again. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> and it's crazy because it's random. We just we just literally just picked this one out of the blue, and there we were. I surprised and him. Trajan is back, the greatest <laughs> of the Roman emperors with the biggest greatest. Roman empire ever. But it yeah. wasn't so so big that it included Gotska Sandon. Oh, so that wasn't part of the empire. No. And and so we don't know why these coins are here. It it was it was. I'll talk a little bit about it. Well, Dan, tell me what he thinks because it was this discovery was made by experts from oh my goodness, Southern University. Southern. Okay, and the Gotland Museum, and um, 
they're not really sure to this day what's the historical role of this island, which was, you know, what's the historical role of this island? And it's been inhabited since the Stone Ages. Uh, if you look at the map of the Baltic Sea, this is okay. a big island, pretty close to Sweden, but it's the one who controls Gotland controls the Baltic Sea. So it's now okay. a super important island. And if Sweden would ever be attacked from the east, the, this is the main target. This is what you want. So Gotland is oh, super strategic. Island, yes, about now. The, the big island, Gotland. Oh, Gotland would be yes, the one you would so attack. So it's like okay. a, a huge uh, carrier, pretty much. And it has... Uh, we used to have a lot of Swedish army on it to defend it. Uh, Russia has actually invaded the island three times. Yes, really, uh, way back. Not this is Gotland, yes. right? It's Gotland, okay. and Gotland then has a smaller island to the north of it, which is really nice, called Fårö, Sheep Island, like the animal. Okay. Okay. And the the prime minister of Sweden, who was killed in 1986, which I do a podcast about his unsolved murder, he had his summer residence on Fårö because it's so nice. But then if you go further north from Gotland, in the middle of the Baltic is this island, Gotska Sandön, and it's just sand, pretty much. Hmm. So it's incredibly hostile, uh, and it has been a national park since 1909. And it's also very... People have come there pretty much to kill seals and oh. get them. But uh, otherwise, the island is definitely not important at all. We oh. had people living there in the 1800s because they had to kill seals and maintain uh, the lighthouses. Because this is, this is, of course, a very dangerous thing to have in the middle of the middle of the sea so what the island <laughs> if you crash on it oh okay oh uh, i see yeah if you're a ship and you have a yeah, you don't have a lighthouse or something right 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 but it has been notoriously hostile to any human habitation i see well it's funny you mentioned that because you grabbed right into this other part of the article which says that a local lighthouse keeper he claimed to have discovered a roman coin on the island in the late 1800s and people didn't believe he was probably him. the only guy no, on the island at the time I know, right? Crazy lighthouse guy living by himself in solitary confinement. And yeah, right, you found a Roman coin. There are several later Roman coins uh, on Gotland, on the big island. Because okay. uh, people went from from what is today Sweden down to fight in the in the Roman armies as mercenaries. Or fight against the Romans. But they went south and oh, had contact okay. with the Romans. But this is very early for that. They're like proto-Vikings. Yeah, it, you know, the, the age of migrations is in the 400s AD. Okay. And then there's a lot of movement. And possibly people are down in the 300s as well, but this is 200 years before that. So the Romans... What do you think? Well, I think it's... Uh, of course, the Roman coins circulated for quite a while after they were minted. So even mm -hmm. if it's a coin of Trajan, doesn't mean that it came to Gotska Sandön in during the reign of Trajan. It could have arrived much later. Right, right. Could have been any time yes, then, really. Yes, and when the, the people in Gotland had those coins, I think it would end up in, in that way. But it's super rare to find 
a coin this old. But do you think like maybe it is kind of old? And I'm thinking because there was there's some from Trajan and some from the next emperor that they found, but that's it, right? So like maybe if if you were in the 600s AD or something and you had Trajan coins, wouldn't you have other coins too? Probably, do you think? Yeah, it, that's that. Of course, is a good question. Yeah, so maybe there was something around that time, and we don't know why they're there. They think maybe it was a shipwreck, or and you say the island's not really normally inhabited, so maybe they like a pirate booty. There's also a great difference between these coins and the coins of later emperors. If you have a coin from an emperor in the 300s, you can be pretty sure it oh. is uh, inflated, that it's not pure. So these coins right. are much more valuable than the older coins, uh, than the newer coins. Yes, that's a good point. So even if it was later and you had, because it's they were they were and those. Do you could you tell us? I I forget the story. What happened in the three hundreds? The two hundreds were were the terrible time for the Romans with uh, many many emperors in few years. But these are coins from the second and the third of the good emperors of the one hundreds, uh, and then we yeah. have five emperors in like oh, almost almost a hundred years. But they devalued the currency, yes, right? With being, meaning that they – In the, the bad times. In our day, you know, right. We, we did a podcast on the fan of history on coin. And so like in our day, we, you know, we have a dollar or $100 bill or anything. It's literally worthless as a object. It's only because of the value of it. And then – so at one point in the 200s, the Romans thought, well, it says it's worth whatever. We'll just put less silver in it. But – People figured that out, and then they had tremendous inflation. Yeah, but these are coins from the best of times for the Romans, so they are not right. devalued. Right. So they probably people probably held on to these, you know, for a long time. Yeah, so maybe somebody just brought a few coins and took the most valuable ones. Yeah, right, right. And maybe they're. We don't know if they're buried. We don't know if they were just found. But it is an unusual discovery. And Dan knows best because he lives in Sweden. That for for somebody to be on that island and have a bunch of. I coins. actually have a Swedish article from uh, from Södertörnsjöskola from the the professor of mar- uh, marine archaeology, Johan Rönnby. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
perspective. And okay. he theorizes that this is probably, f- it could be a ship that crashed on oh, the I island. Because this no lighthouses. no lighthouses at the time. But there are more uh, diggings uh, to be done. And the coins are going to be examined as well. So there might be further news on this. Okay. So what would they have been doing there, do you think? The Romans. Oh, it's definitely not Romans. No, oh, there, there are people who have been paid by Romans or have, who have killed I Romans see. and taken their money. I see. I see. I see. I see. Okay. Yes, the the Roman expansion into Scandinavia, they were pretty close in uh, 9 AD, but they lost the Battle of Teutoburger Forest against Hermann the German, Arminius. <laughs> Who, who defeated yeah. the, the armies of Augustus there. And after that, they really didn't get any closer to Scandinavia. That was it. Yeah, so, but then yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Germanic people, such as the Scandinavians, got more and more into contact with Rome and realized that this is quite a nice place to go to. Probably uh, as mercenaries most of the time. Okay. So uh, I, I would expect there were... Germanic people working as uh, bodyguards for the emperor earlier than Trajan. So uh, it could be coins that were paid to German, brought to what is today Germany, and then paid further and got into Scandinavia. Yeah, this passed along. Like somebody in Scandinavia might have been buying something from, you know, sold something to Germans and they used that as pay. Yes. Right, right. Oh, that's super interesting. I would expect it to be something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just like a currency. It was their local currency because they weren't minting their own coins there. They have also found uh, a lot of Roman coins on the same island uh, earlier. But uh, on which on Gotskasamban, yes, on Ga- yeah, yes, yeah, but yeah, they yeah, were yeah. they were later coins on the small island. Oh, okay. Yeah, like that lighthouse guy that found them. Nobody believed him. Uh, yeah, but it's probably. Because he claimed it was uh, older coins. I see, I see, I see. But these are... uh, Really, the big news here is that the coins are so old that they come from Trajan's time. I see. So I think this is the record for any Roman coin found in uh, Sweden. Nice. I mean, I really don't have anything else to say about it. I'm really, I'm actually kind of silenced, amazed. I, I, the whole thought of the, just the economy up there, you know, where, where you, there's Goths and Germans and they're mixing with Romans, but the Romans aren't there and they're, you know, they're trading with their money. And in in the 19th and century, they, we really, really wanted the Goths to come from Sweden in the the time of national romance. So, um, and we have these names like Gotland and Goth, Gothenburg. Yeah. But okay. it's actually quite contested where the Goths come, came from. We we really claimed them <laughs> back in the 19th century. Uh, but um, in actually in my novel about Alaric and the fall of Rome in 410 AD, uh, I, I have a Swedish guy in the novel who is down there being a Germanic person. Is this novel no, finished? No, it isn't. Uh, I was going to say, I bet if we ran it through chat GPT, 
It will translate it perfectly. Pro, hopefully. Come on, let me read some of it. Can I <laughs> can I just tell you a random story about Gotland to, to emphasize the importance of this island? In the early 1500s AD, in 1520s, the Denmark had a king that uh, we in Sweden call Christian the Tyrant because he murdered a lot of people in Stockholm called the Stockholm Bloodbath. There is actually a video about the Stockholm okay. Bloodbath on Final History YouTube channel. Okay. But uh, Christian was quite unpopular because he didn't like the nobles. So after he had uh, killed all these people in uh, Stockholm, he returned to Denmark where he was deposed. But he had a very loyal admiral who controlled the Danish fleet. So he didn't agree with the new Danish king who said, please bring me my fleet. And this guy, Søren Norby, he said, oh no, you have to release Christian from prison because he's my king and I will only obey him. And the Danish king went, no, I want to have my fleet. And Søren Norby went, no, I will bring the fleet to Gotland. And then he claimed all of Gotland as he had the biggest fleet oh. in the Baltic. And started a pirate kingdom on Gotland. Oh! And he was sitting there as a pirate king until they restored Christian to power in Denmark, which they never did. So the history of this pirate kingdom is quite interesting. Maybe those are his coins. And it's not common that the the pirate in the area has the biggest fleet. So he had all the Danish fleet. On this island. And it's super strategic. So you could raid anybody from the island. And what year is this? This is like 15, uh, the first half of the 16th century. Okay. Well, that's an interesting time period. But that's an interesting story as this well. Is, I doubt that those are his coins. Well, I actually but. have one completed historic novel that you could translate. But it's all about Sweden. Okay. And about this time. The 1500s? Yeah, uh, yes. Because uh, Sweden has a very interesting king there and there are a lot of rebellions against him and i covered i wrote a novel about this greatest rebellion against the king what do you listeners think should we ask me and they give it to me and i'll translate it into english let's do it and see if it works and then we, i'll totally give then it we a can shot. do 200 episodes on the swedish politics in 1536 to 1542 amazing <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to move to Sweden eventually. It's called the Ducke feud because of the leader of the rebellion. Ducke yes. feud? But as I claim in my novel, he wasn't the real leader. It was a conspiracy. Yeah. Aha. I'm definitely Okay, now I have derailed this episode totally. All right. No, no, that's all right. We can do whatever we want on here. So anyway, I think we covered it all for this episode for sure. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It, um, if you could check out our Facebook page, give us suggestions for other articles, for other you know stories. I do have a lot of stuff in the in the hopper, and but especially if they are about Trajan. <laughs> anything about yes. Trajan, perfect. Just get them in, throw them at three hundred AD, perfect. Roman stuff, we got it. Check out our Facebook page. Check you could send us an email at Zimway with a Z or a Zeta Zimway Podcast. At gmail.com. That will go to Eva, our producer, and she'll forward it to us all. If anybody wants to be like a budding podcast co-host and has some 
expertise on and what's new in history, I'd be glad to entertain discussing, yeah. you know, talk about doing a podcast together. Sounds great. And, uh, yeah, just try to get this podcast out every other week, this show of a fan of history, and we try to get fan of history out every other week as well. And we are counting forward, and we started at 1000 B.C., and we're up to the, around the 570s B.C. Now. Yes. Yeah. So that's it. Check us out next time, and thank you so much, Dan, for helping out with this episode. Thank you. All right. Cheers. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash fanofhistory. Just a dollar an episode would help us out. Thanks, and see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.